up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we are bringing you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, making her return to Ewe. It's the professional provider of SAS, Miss Ali Hart. Hi, I'm so sorry. I tried to make Ewe a thing. Every time I say it, everyone goes, what? It's good. I I don't know if it's caught on, but it's like people are like, it's been used more than like other abbreviations of the show, I guess. Like, I mean, I still. I I W I I. Yeah, yeah, that never really caught on. Brendan sort of went for that one. <laughs> Threw up a hail mary one day, and that one didn't come off. But um, it's it's caught off. It's, a few people have used it, so it's um, it's good. It's, you know, we'll make it, it is what it is, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. How how are you? Thank you for being here tonight. On thank you for taking time out of your Saturday evening to record with me. I mean, I am known as Grandma Hart, so I can't even begin to pretend like I had some kind of social life that I had to move around on this Saturday evening. So um, I'm sitting here <laughs> cozy with my coffee and, um, yep. yeah, no, happy to have a bit of banter, discuss mm. the current affairs. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, it's a bit like that. I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very much an old man now as well. Like, I, I seldom get out and party with the kids, but... Um, I was telling you before, off, offline before I played golf today, which was um, yep. as, as old man a thing as you can do, which was good fun, but it takes it out of you. So I'm a bit... I'm, How? I'm sort of You're standing out. around for a good majority of it, aren't you? You just well, you walk around. Are we? Yeah, you do. Yeah, there's a lot of standing. There's a lot of swinging of the arms. You do a little bit of walking, but we had the cart today. So I had my, um, had my partner with me and she just hung out in the cart drinking gin and tonic. And well, I smacked the ball around for, for a few hours. It was... It's yeah, a bit of fun, but I will never understand it. I never will. I never get the yeah. fascination. And is it like, is this something that you only just started playing now, or have you played it like even earlier? Or oh yeah, no, I've played golf uh, pretty much most of my life. I used to play with dad and stuff like that. So I'm a, mm. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a tragic. I do. I, I'm I'm like a weirdo. I'll I take like I'll take days off work to watch certain um uh like. To- golf tournaments and <laughs> like i i have done and and Wait. do most years <laughs> yeah you mentioned it on twitter now i now i recall that you actually do sometimes sub tweet some tw- like golf things yes i do yes <laughs> um yeah i'm a bit of a yeah i'm a, I'm a golf nut i'm a golf nut. i do enjoy the game the okay. gentleman's game as they call it <laughs> that's what they say although yeah. i'm pretty certain that's probably where i've heard most swearing um <laughs> it's a lot of swearing yeah i'm just realizing now as uh the 8-bit family grows we are bringing on quite some jocks onto the uh nerdy oh, yeah. network i've got yeah. you with your golf and your football mm. and Jono mm. with the basketball and stuff I was discussing basketball with him on the, <laughs> the hungry gamers so i'm like wait yep. a second this is meant to be nerdy pop culture going on. Who are these yeah. jocks coming in? We're going to take over the 8-bit collective. We're going to bring in the sports podcast soon, which actually, to be fair, was on the cards at one point. But um, with the developments of life and whatnot, New Game Bro now is just like, you know what? Sports podcast is dead. <laughs> so you've saved yourself having to having to give you the call up one day. That'd be good. That'd be uh, good. Get you I'm on. Sure. I'm sure there'll be future opportunities to discuss sport and some other podcasts later on. I'm sure there I'm will sure be. I'm sure there will be. I'm in no rush. I've got enough on my plate as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's like the most common thing now. It's like life. Life mm. gets in the way. 
Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, now, Miss Ali Hart. As is the case most weeks, it is a has been a massive week in news. Uh, so it's time for some rapid fire. Rapid fire. We did also speak offline. Rapid fire sort of has evolved. Right? You were actually, I think, you had the you were the first person that I did rapid fire with. You were the the sort of um, the uh, what do you call it? Test, test subject. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. We'll go with experiment. that. Experiment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the first one. And it sort of it evolved. It started off as like, it was literally just like, all right, quick, hot takes, like you one, two word answers, whatever. Yeah. And then it, and then I remember Benny came on and it ended up going for like half an hour. And I was like, that was, I did not intend for it to go that long, but it actually worked out really well. And now it's sort of evolved into this sort of, it's its own little thing. It just gives us a chance to run over some things a little bit more, um, I guess, quicker than we would in a normal subject, but. I don't even know what I'm talking about this. I'm just rambling. No, <laughs> no. That's why it definitely checks because, um, yeah, rapid fire always can mean two things. It's either one word mm. answer or let's mm. just have a, let's have a brief chat about this. So mm. always mm. good to clarify. Yeah. But this is a packed week and there's some like, there's some doozies in, in, um, in rapid fire this week. So yeah. Let's, good mix. Further, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without further ado, let's jump straight in. First story, Jake Gyllenhaal in talks to play Mysterio in the next Spider-Man film. Yeah. Um, a very interesting choice of next bad guy. Mm. Um, as with any comic book, either hero or villain, can't wait to see how they interpret this because Mysterio, yeah. I'm pretty certain has like a bulb around his head. Like, yeah. He's got like the fish, the fishbowl head. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I can't wait to see how that interpretation would go and um, mm. how they could make that work. But mm. I mean, Marvel feels to be the more, you know, fun side of the um, comic book yeah. universe. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like this. I, I think Gyllenhaal is a really good actor and, um, and he, I think about him in like, um, have you seen that movie? Um, oh, what is it? Nightcrawler? Where he's the, the, the cameraman? No, but I've heard everything about that and I need to watch it. Yeah, Even though I know the, the ending, I still yep. want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. He's super creepy, super creepy in that movie. And he's had some roles where he's been a bit sort of wacko, obviously. Yeah, Bubble um, Boy, right? Is yeah. he Bubble Boy? Uh, it's Bubble Boy. Bubble the Boy. Guy Refresh named- my memory. So this is like really early on in like I'm thinking nineties maybe, and he's brought up to believe that he has like he can't. Donnie Darko. The- not you're not talking Donnie Darko, are you? No, I am not. I know what Donnie Darko is. <laughs> okay, Thank you very that. much. <laughs> Bubble Boy was when he, it's about a kid who can't you know he can't touch the like he can't get in access with the outside world and he gets, but he he's the love of his life that he grew up with next door. She's getting married, so he goes across. America to go and stop the wedding and so he's in a bubble look it up Sounds kids terrible. IMDb it it's, it's actually really good Donnie Donnie Trey is in it um, and other other little people that are you'll probably go oh I know who that person is and um, it's huh. just a, a light hearted comedy ah okay bubble boy I'm gonna look into that um, but I I, <laughs> I, 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 Jill, I think Jill and Hall is really a good really different uh, from Donnie Darko I've gotta say <laughs> yeah yeah I was like bubble I'm like what is that like a Donnie Darko reference um but I, I like that they sort of that with the Spider-Man franchise they're going the sort of lesser known kind of I guess rogues with the with the villains and that. Um, obviously we had the Vulture for Homecoming and mm. they which 
the, the talk of Mysterio is sort of a, an interesting one because they sort of alluded to Scorpion being the next villain in the next one in sort of some stuff that happened in Homecoming. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see. I like it. I like Hall. I think he could be he could pull off a, a good villain. Yeah. I um, next story. The Victorian councils are looking to ban gender-specific books and toys from kindergartens, schools, and libraries. Fuck. You know what? Fucking just end it now. Send the meteor. Send it. Let's get it over and done with. Let's just end this shit. I can't. I can't with this I, anymore. I like. I don't know how you do that. Like, mm. are they just? Is it just gonna be? bear like toy bears and stuff like that or like no dolls no barbies or no barbies no kens no gi joes no gi joes isn't a thing anymore but you know you get what i was gonna <laughs> say i was like was show my age um, they probably just don't play with barbie either no so you're right monster something or other i'm i know what kids kid- do well the little the little yellow dudes that the kids like oh Oh, like minions? the uh, oh, minions. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, this is just another. This is just a ridiculous story. This is similar to the story I spoke about a few weeks ago, where there was a, a kindergarten trying to ban the use of the term "best friends." They weren't. Te- they were telling kids that they're not allowed to refer to other kids as their best friends, which is absolutely ridiculous. Oh. The the I mean, this is all around like they don't want to enforce gender stereotypes, and they don't want kids to to feel like they're pigeonholed into having to be boys or girls or whatever. But, like, just fuck, man. Let kids be kids. Why are we trying to, like, like thought police these kids at, at, this, at these young ages by removing books and toys and things like that that might have, like, gender? Or, like, just let kids be kids. They'll, sort, they'll work themselves out. Like, I, I don't, don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why, like, we have this thing where it's now just, like, like, taking two steps just before it happens like oh stopping mm. things before it happens kind of thing and i'd like i think with the kids like and it's victoria again like i feel like mm. victoria's always trying to be the innovators the, and oh, implement all yeah well just like and but no they're more like the we're the progressive state and we're the ones that are you know we care about everyone and we're so ahead of mm. our time that we you know mm. I, I i don't see the point i just i and <laughs> I, I don't get it and I, I i only say this because i honestly don't understand it if there is a mm. side to it that um people that understand it a bit more could actually explain then sure i'd love to hear it but for yeah. me in particular i i don't think any of us would have had any issue with it growing up no definitely not so basically the whole the whole thing around this is that there's, there's a couple of um councils that want to go into the the libraries and schools and kindergartens and remove anything that references gender so it talks about someone being a boy or a girl or, or like gender specific toys like barbies and or like dolls and th- it's just i mean it, it, i think removing any kind of literature like is a dangerous kind of thing to, to start doing you know to start with but it's just, uh, I just, I feel like the world's just gone mad with this kind of thing. Let let the let kids be kids. They can sort that stuff out when they're a bit older and they actually understand what exactly. it's all about. Right. That this is what I mean. It's like you know they're so concerned about like oh let's just implement this now just in case. It's like how about you just have the conversation when it needs to come up. Mm, mm, exactly. And then exactly. and then look after it then. You know. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Oh, well. This made me angry when this story came out. Like I just got, I was just like fucking stop, just stop. But speaking on this kind of thing, I didn't mind when, um, I think it was in the US, Target decided to put all kids' toys amongst 
each other as opposed to kind oh, yeah. of doing what that you see over here where it's like one aisle's clearly meant to be girl. for boys, one's yeah. meant to be for, you know, girls. But yep. this, they kind of mixed it up as opposed to saying this is mm. definitely for boys, this is definitely for girls. I'm okay with that. As mm. uh, Growing up the way I did, playing with, like, matchbox cars and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> like, you know, it's good mm. to, like, you know, yeah. let, let, let kids know that they can play with whatever the hell they want to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And I, I like that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I can, I can, I can. I'm cool with that. For for me, I would I think it would more just be confusing for like the parents rather than it being like a gender role thing. I, I just think about like going to find a toy for my son and being like trying to find like where are the superheroes at and they're sort of in between some Bratz dolls and then just like some Lego and I'm like oh no. So <laughs> from like an organization from like my OCD standpoint that that's that frightens me. But I I can I can definitely I get it. Like I get the the way you come from with that. So I can yeah. I can get down with that. Um, <laughs> next story, uh, Star Wars ride. Jonathan Kasdan says that Lando Calrissian is a pansexual. Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Lando yeah. was just like admitting sex mm. appeal to everyone. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like that Billy D. Williams. Oof. Um, and now, like, oh, Donald Glover. Like, okay, both, both <laughs> is like then S- and now. Settle down, Alice. Woo! Hot here. Um. <laughs> We cannot deny that mm. growing up, or those of us that got into Star Wars anyway, that you know grew mm. up with Star Wars, like Lando was, women wanted him, men wanted to be like him, mm. so like mm. it was like he just screamed like that kind of nature. So I don't mm. understand like anyone kind of being like kind of being like what? No. I'm like come on, he yeah. lives in the galaxy. He has yeah. all options, all mm-hmm. kinds of options. <laughs> He's a snooze talker. Like yeah. 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 Um, have you now? Have you seen Solo yet? I have not yet. Oh, I went and saw it on opening night. Um, loved it. Absolutely <sighs> loved it. I just, I, be, I just want to talk about the movie. Like, I don't want to talk about the movie, but I just want to talk about the fact that I absolutely loved it. Um, I was going into it, um, sort of no real like high expectations. I'm like, I think this is going to be a fine to okay movie. Um, I don't think it's going to be like amazing, um, but I loved it. I really had a blast. I was grinning That's like a stupid kid the whole way through. You know mm. what's funny though? I like, I of all the, so I haven't seen Avengers yet. I haven't seen Deadpool oh. 2 yet. Um, oh. But if like, if there was one that I'd go see, like if I could just see one tomorrow, it would be Solo. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's great. Oh, I loved it. Uh, mm. I recommend it absolutely. Um, but on the on the the Lando pansexual thing, um, like it makes sense. Like if you watch this movie, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. And like you said, like he just oozes sex appeal. Like Lando is is a is a cool cat. He's yeah. just like, you know he you know he doesn't care. But it, it's, I the thing the um the internet's reaction to this was quite funny. Um, everyone was getting a little bit upset. <laughs> um, and there's you know there's something to be said around like um there's a conversation to be had around like gender pandering and that kind of thing with like people speak about the um like the thing with Dumbledore. Oh where, yeah. Like J.K. Rowling came out like years later. He's like, oh yeah, Dumbledore was gay. It's like, well, you never did anything to like sort of give that away in the no, address um, it in any way mm, in the books of the movies you just come out and say he's gay is that just sort of like pandering to that audience and that kind of thing but mm. um i i think with this lando thing it definitely isn't that like if you watch solo like it'll make sense to you um but uh it's just yeah the, the internet's reaction to this was quite funny people were getting a little bit butthurt um that I mean, when it comes to any of these kind of things, wouldn't it be more insulting to really shove it in people's faces to prove mm. the point as opposed mm-hmm. to just saying, like, well, I don't have to say, like, you know, 
I don't have mm. to have big friggin' arrows pointing yeah, yeah. at the character because yep. there's nothing different about it. Like, just mm. it is. There's normal, it yeah. is what it Word. is. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. It's kind of like the battle. Not to. I don't want to get too deep on on this, but like the Battlefield Five. Um, obviously, trailers came out, and the protagonist is, is a woman, and everyone's losing their shit. I was just did like, you, "Come on, guys!" Did you see what um, they've announced? Apparently, um, what, I saw that? today on on Twitter. I can't remember which news outlet posted it, but apparently, you can get a copy with a male on the front. Oh, you have to pay twenty dollars more. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> make him pay fifty bucks more, um, yeah, and then donate donate like the difference to um I don't know some chari- a charity or something. Um, yeah. some people need to grow the fuck up. Uh, it's the internet. We can't have anything nice. We no, honestly we, can't. We absolutely can't. We absolutely cannot. Um, speaking of the internet and not having things the way you want it, Elon. Musk, I don't know if that's a good segue or not. Well, I guess we'll find out. Elon Musk. Vows to create a website to rate and review journalists. Now, this is a, um, I find this a very, very interesting sort of topic. So, Elon Musk, obviously, um, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX and um, all-round philanthropy mastermind, whatever you want to call him, is a, is a, is a uh, visionary or whatever. Uh, basically, he's come out and said he's going to create this website where, I guess, like a Metacritic or like a, um, you know, like a Zomato or whatever for uh, journalists mm. where people can go on and because of he basically, you know, the mainstream media has so badly, I guess, hurt its credibility over the last sort of, you know, however long with, with you know, even with everything with Trump and all like that and the, the false reporting and stuff. And obviously... Trump's done a heap of dumb shit, but there's been a lot of, obviously, even the last week, there was that thing where they misquoted him about calling people animals and this kind of thing. But um, Elon Musk, obviously, never one to be far away from the headlines and doesn't like sometimes how he's written about, um, has, has basically vowed to create this website where people can go on and, yeah, rate and review journalists based on their, like, credibility and the the truth in their stories and this kind of thing, which, um, I don't know, I, I, like, I don't hate the idea. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, this is, like... I don't know, like, this is really bad and rah, 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 and it's like, well, like, well, might keep people accountable. Well, okay, so my question to this is obviously how it's run, really. Is, like, you mentioned Metacritic, which mm. is more of a better way of, like, having more official reviews from yeah. official sites kind of thing. But yep. if this is more like a Yelp... Yeah, which can be quite ...where anybody skewed. can throw mm. their 10 cents in, then mm. it's just going to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the first thing that popped into my head as well. Was um, who, who, what are the restrictions? What are the like the guidelines around this? What are the, you know, who's monitoring it? Who's allowed to review? How often are you allowed to review? Mm. Do you have to have like read the? I mean, this and this is where it becomes dangerous. It's like you go, like you get, you know, people, yeah, like Yelp. You go into a a restaurant and you have a a bad meal or whatever. You get bad service, and then some people are just really vindictive, and everyone at the table, everyone on the table, leave a bad, leave a one star review, and all of a sudden it sort of skews it a little bit. Um, or people will not like someone that works in a restaurant or something, and yeah. they'll just leave a bad review just for the sake of it. they've never even been there and that kind of thing. Which or happens. someone might be a racist lawyer, and then they <laughs> might get there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's it's fair but like you know yeah. it's just like kind of like in that how anyone mm. has access to mm. those kind of reviewing systems and use it to however they want kind yeah. of thing so yeah exactly um so yeah i think um i think it's something that 
I mean, in th- in theory, I I like the idea because I like the idea of of journalists being held accountable. Um, I think it it helps like w- with things like clickbaity headlines and stuff like that, and and really, um, oh. you know, even just like false ne- false like false news and stuff like that. Like I, I don't know, I feel like it would just bring the the level of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the standard, I guess. Like I don't bring it. Raise the bar a little bit. I don't think that will change because, hmm. it, like, this is this is about the journalists. This isn't about the outlets and clickbaiting hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Is a hundred percent the outlets. These, yeah, the, it's the websites. They need the ad revenue. They need the yeah, clicks. So yeah. they're obviously out there, you know, condoning clickbaiting hmm. and stuff like that. So hmm. I don't think that will stop. <laughs> no, no, you're probably right. No, yeah, you actually make a good point. They're more being the outlets and the journalists. The um, old- the only thing I'd like to see is that if someone actually had the opportunity to, I guess, just, I guess, call out a journalist on their bullshit is if, like, mm. if someone could, like, kind of almost, like, say, like, hey, article this by this person was incorrect factually based on this evidence. But then again, you know, with Google, with anything, you can find evidence no matter how to work to your favor. So I don't know. Mm, it, that, mm. that'd be the only way where i could see it is if you could prove your points like yeah yeah I mean, and you have to be able to yeah you have some kind of barrier for entry i guess you can't just leave a review and, and and nothing yeah it's interesting um i mean in theory i like the idea but uh i'd in prac like in practicality i'm not sure how it, how it comes off no it just sounds like elon was a little bit butthurt and he just wants to control the world very much so. Very much so. Uh, next story: new survival game. We happy few banned in Australia. Surprise. Again, yeah, no. Again, again, the Australian video game market is treated like we are children. We cannot have our toys. It's just I don't know. I don't know where to go with this anymore. Like, imagine if we didn't remember how amazing it was when we got our R rating. Do you remember those days? It was like, oh my god, we can finally. finally get the games that no everyone else can have, and then we still get games banned like they. Censored, obviously, um, the Stick of Truth back in the day, and mm-hmm. we've had other games not released here, and or had to be altered and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I I kind of get it, but again, I feel like this is again like just a nanny state kind of like let people make their own decisions with their media, you know. Um, it just it doesn't no it doesn't make sense it really doesn't because gaming mm. like I think once again Australia is behind the times in regards to where we sit right now on an entertainment level where they mm. do technically still think gaming is maybe a childish thing where mm. they they don't put it in the same level as like mainstream media which is like your TV and movies yep. I don't yep. see them like censoring like that sort of stuff they glorify it they want to yeah, exactly. you know advertise it you will see like game of thrones advertised on a bus mm. you know like yep. and that is, that has a million and one things that you know fucked up in it so <laughs> Like yeah. there's incest in it that a lot yeah. of people forget about. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just Australia being behind the times mm. as usual, <laughs> as yeah. usual. Like that's the only thing that I can link it to. Um, is is was it? Someone's mm. mentioned that they're not happy about like the association about drugs. Is that was that what the reason why? Or yeah, so it's it's like it's the drug use thing. It's like glorifying using drugs is is like one of the things that they. Um, I think like the things that, that they get really um, antsy about here is, is uh, like sex acts. 
um, violence, sex acts and drug use and things like that. Any kind of like seen to be even just a little bit glorifying that kind of thing. Like the abort, like the abortion stuff from, um, stick of truth, which is like, it's a South park game. Like, of course it's going to have things like that. And like the anal probing and stuff they removed. And so all those kinds of things are the kind of things that they, they just like put a blanket over. But again, you made a really good point about, they, they see it as like a kid's thing. They don't realize that these games are rated, like these are adult games. Like this shouldn't be in the hands and is not going to be in the hands. I mean, it shouldn't be, but it probably will be, but that's up to the parents then to govern that. Yeah. Like, you know, as far as you couldn't, that 15 year old kid couldn't walk into EB games and go, I want to buy this, you know, legally the, the cashier should turn around and say, sorry, I can't sell it to you underage. Mm-hmm. Um, if mum, dad, ABC want to go and do it, then that's their prerogative. That's, you know, that's their parenting decision. Mm-hmm. But um, you're right. They do. They treat uh, the the gaming public like idiots. Yeah. Um, next story. The NFL announced that it will fine players who kneel during the national anthem on the field, but allow them to stay in the locker room until the anthem has finished. Um, this is a oh, this this story just makes me angry every time. It's sort of the more that it develops. Um, this obviously stems from the the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick. Um, started, I believe, last year, where he, he basically started kneeling during to as a as a protest to sort of the you know the deaths of um you know of young black Americans who were being killed by unarmed unarmed men being killed by police officers and that kind of thing and the whole Black Lives Matter movement and that. So he basically started kneeling during the national anthems and was criticized. Um other players have started doing it as well. Uh it's caused all manner of uproar and the NFL has basically now finally made a ruling on it and mm-hmm. said that any player that kneels on the ground during the national anthem will be fined, but um, they'll allow them to protest basically out of sight. Like, oh, you can have your protest, just not where anyone can see you. You can just stay in the locker room. Like, I just find this, it's just, just fucking disgusting. Define the point of a actual protest. Um, mm. Now, I'm going to strictly say, as this is not our national anthem in our country, it's always a bit kind of, you know, well, you know, of course you can say something about it. Mm. Shoe on the other foot. If um, yep. anyone decided to kneel down the Australian anthem in any of our sporting events, I say, hey, more power to you to be honest um mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting like 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 obviously because the season you know kind of has been and gone and then it's kind of just only come up again mm. i think i just i just i just think that like what the, what it initially did i reckon it did well like it definitely sparked up a conversation and everything yeah. like that but now yeah. the fact that they're they want to push it aside. They're like, oh, yeah, we're accepting of it, but mm. we're just going to tuck it away. It just defies the point of the protest pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's just bullshit. Like, it really, it re- this really angered me when I saw this, this story about, you know, like, like I get the whole patriotic thing and then, and, and, but these guys are like, they're, they're, they're protesting for like there's a reason that they're doing this and there's things that they feel really strongly about and it's their um it's their right to free speech it's like americans are so hard on about their amendments and and this kind of thing about like their their right to guns and this that the other their right to free speech well this is this is the first amendment the right to free speech that Mm. they're basically denying that these men like and it's the whole thing that this happens all the time with um uh with the like you know 
Black America and this kind of, I was talking about a few weeks ago that, you know, they're always, they're never happy to let these people speak their mind. It's always like, I just, you just shush, shush, shush over there. You know, you just keep it down, keep it down over there. You're being too loud. Um, it really just, it really just gets my, gets, grinds my gears. Yeah. Um, like, it grinds it's my like, gears. like I, like I kind of said, like, I always find it, kind of always find it hard to like voice my opinion about something that deals with another person, like another, another group's country and other groups like laws and all that sort of stuff i always find like it's like well of course you can say that and it's easy for you to say that but like when you see like veterans like put their words in like because some people are like it's insulting to veterans you know they mm. they fight over there blah 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 and then some of them are like we fight so people or we fought so people have this freedom right. yeah exactly right kind of Spot thing on. so i you know, there's a million and one things that we are absolutely baffled that goes on over in America, and this is just just one of many, unfortunately. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, one thing I did like from this was that um, so basically all the owners of the NFL teams signed off on this, uh, but the owner of the New York Jets basically said that um, you know he's like, yep, I, I you know I, I sign, I, I you know this is I'll agree with this. This is the NFL that's going to um. Uh, they're going to pass this and I'll, I'll stand by it, but uh, I'm not going to stop any of my players from protesting. If they want to protest on the field, they're more than welcome to and we'll pay their fines. Oh, so wow. I'll, I'll, yeah, so he's like, I'll, the club and myself will incur, um, you know, the, any fines, any monies, you know, that hand on to our players. Not, none of the, no um, New York Jets players actually kneeled last season, to, to be clear, but he did go and say, he gave them the option and said, you know, if, you want, if, you, if our players want to kneel, we'll, we'll cop the fine. Um, so what, so do we know I've, what the fine is? Uh, I don't know the exact specifics, but um, I imagine it would be s- several thousands of dollars. Yeah, if they want to prove a point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, next up. Uh, this is just fucking hell. Uh, Morgan Freeman accused of sexual harassment. <sighs> just like, honestly, I mean, it just doesn't get any worse than that. Does it? I, well... This is, this is like the weirdest world. Like I've got to say, within the last few years, people that I love and admire have mm. come to just really shit. shit on me. Unfortunately, mm. um, <laughs> not literally. I hope. not literally, not literally, or else you know they can also Fig- make the same headline. Um, <laughs> Figuratively, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just like finding out people that I just. I found like all kinds of amazing um, from mm. um, Josh Holmes from the Queens of the Stone Age mm. um, to um, why does his name always flutter out of my head whenever I try to think of him? Uh, House of Cards. Kevin Spacey. Thank you. Yep. Kevin Spacey to me was my favorite actor. He could no. do no wrong. He was all kinds of amazing. He's mm. in a bunch of my favorite films. Um, he was like, you know, he was amazing in my last, uh, probably all-time favorite film, which was um, uh, Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And then, like, then he got accused. Mm. And then it was, and it was just like, oh, my God. And then, like, I'm just like, whoa, why? Is it because, like, it's, it's a weird situation, right? Because you can appreciate a person's art, right? You can appreciate mm-hmm. their talents and all that sort of stuff, but then you have that other side where it's like, but they've done bad things. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's such a it's a hard one, isn't it? It really, it really, really is. Yes. Yeah. It's and uh, I, when this stuff first came, started coming out, um, I had a discussion on a, another podcast about it around like 
and I sort of my point my sort of stance on it was I think you know, the the question posed was can you enjoy can you separate art from artists like can you can you go this person's a piece of shit but I can still enjoy their movies because it's you know that's separate to them or do you have to sort of take them as a package and my sort of stance on it was I think it depends on the situation like you have to almost take everyone on their merits like um you know does someone say a stupid thing in an interview and like but yeah he said this dumb thing but you know he still really like his music or you've got something like and i always bring up this this example like the lost prophets you you're aware of oh, the, brand, the band yeah yeah like i like i used to really enjoy that guy that music i cannot listen to the lost prophets anymore. like i will i will I've deleted all of their music off all of any devices that had it. Um, I will not listen to the Lost Prophets anymore. Like I just can't um, because of the, the heinous things that, that that their lead singer sort of did. Um, just can't do it. Won't do it. Refuse to. But um, then, then you put the shoe on the other foot where you say, "Well, do you punish everyone else yeah. by association? Like they've worked just as hard." Mm. And that and that's sort of the hard thing. Um, I guess from that point, like just for what that guy did specifically, I can't. I just can't. I cannot. Um, considering he's like the lead singer and all that as well, like I just can't. Um, but the so for instance, and then but then my you know again like the the next comparison I make is like Weinstein, like mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, it's just been you know charged with rape now, like officially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's obviously been involved in myriad of fantastic films some of my favorite films all the tarantino films kevin smith um you know all of those films he's been involved in as a producer at some level and um but i'm like well i don't watch pulp fiction or you know or any of the movies he's been involved in and go oh god i love this movie thanks harvey weinstein like i watch it and i go i love this movie thanks quentin tarantino or whoever's involved in it um and so from that point of view i'm like yeah i can still enjoy all those movies and not really give a fuck that harvey weinstein's money went towards it because i'm like i can sort of block that out i guess a little bit but it's getting harder and harder to do that with the more people that are coming out with this i'm like fuck do we just i don't even know what we like morgan freeman like really why of all the people this is the one guy i'm like come on man what the fuck like everyone cosby they're like cosby's rape people i'm like okay yeah fair enough i can say it but then morgan freeman like come on not morgan freeman this is bullshit like i can't even cop how why god morgan why yeah and and that's the thing now is that we're really like it used to be the surreal thing was when your heroes died yeah that, that was the surreal thing is that you figured you found out that your heroes could die but mm. now, like morally, your heroes are dying. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a new conflict. It's weird to deal with. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely um yeah it's definitely it is a bit weird. Um, it's you make it, it's a good comparison actually. Like I, I um uh I like that comparison. The sort of yeah I guess when we're kids like people growing you're like you you hear that actor or whatever died you're like oh that really sucks and now it's like yeah they're <laughs> morally dying and like. Fuck, can you really enjoy it? Well, um, yeah, like only four years ago, well, four maybe, um, like our heroes were dying with, you know, your David Bowie. Mm. Um, I was, was going to call him Snape. Um, <laughs> Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Like, you know, like the, these people, like amazing people, like Ben Prince, like they were dying, mm. like actually mm. dying. We we're like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like amazing people are dying. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, now it's just like, oh great the people who are great that are alive now turns out they're just yeah i know well, this, well, well, this, well, who knows what dying. we would have found out maybe about the ones that we loved <laughs> oh knows? god yes it's terrifying to think about yeah. um 
Next story. This is a really sad one. Um, YouTube star John Total Biscuit Bane dies aged 33 after a four-year battle with cancer. Um, really sad. Total Biscuit. Uh, I never really watched any of his stuff, but I know how like influential he's been on games media and, and sort of online sort of um, games uh, enthusiasts and um, what are they called? Uh, influences. influences and that kind of thing and um obviously yes i just i thought it was just something that you know because we're in that space we need to call that out um the outpouring of emotion support uh over you know social media and that over the last couple of days has been sort of you know goes to show how sort of important he was to to mm. the, our community um uh, just yeah just sort of you know give him a shout out um you know obviously may he rest in peace and thoughts go out to his family and friends obviously um, horrible thing such a young age 33 and gone gone way too soon and our last rapid fire story miss ali hart donald trump cancels north korea summit citing tremendous anger and open hostility from the hermit nation north korea fucking called it last week i said I'm like, I would not be surprised if this thing does not go ahead. And lo and behold, it's off, off the table. Yeah. The the thought of peace on um, the Korean Peninsula is now back to where it was a few months ago when he was taunting Kim Jong-un over Twitter. Um, this, I don't even know what, what to make of all this. Like it was on and then it was all good and everything was great. And now it's off and oh, just, I can't. No, isn't it back on again? It's back on again now? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I thought I saw this morning that they kind of gone back, but you don't know. You don't know with media nowadays. You don't know with mm. journalists and whatnot. So, um, but I honestly thought he would cancel because maybe he thought like, I I don't know. I don't know what North Korea is up to. Is it bad for me to say that? No, not at all. No one knows what they're <laughs> up to. They're, they're fucking batshit crazy. Uh, so, so as far as I can tell from headlines, there's still hold on. So the last headline I've got here, um, well, there's one here that says Donald Trump walks away from North Korea to Korea summit during a week of conspiracy theories. Sounds about right. Uh, oh, here we go. U.S. in talks to reinstate North Korea summit. Donald Trump cancelling meeting. So yeah, it's up in the air. As of recording this, it's off. I think, but could potentially by the time this posts on Monday morning, it could potentially be back on. It's hard to say. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think he okay so North this this whole thing that happened with North Korea South Korea when that happened mm. I was like oh shit like mm. what the hell happened when they went to like the Olympics and that and then had their sort of peace peace talks um just recently yep yeah the, it was more the peace talks and the mm. shaking hands and the really mm. awkward photos and everything We're like walking that walking across yep yep and like I just like I don't know why, and I guess this is I guess I sit on the side with conspiracy theorists here, where I'm just like mm. something's not right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something's oh, they're, they're, up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're definitely not to be trusted. So like that's yeah. the, that is that is spot on. Like you can't really trust them. You cannot take them on their word. They will you know backflip as much as Trump does almost. Um, no. But uh, yeah, this is um, yeah. I mean. I sort of, at the start, I was like, this is really awesome. This is something that's actually happening. And now, uh, last week, I, I was like, I can see this team being called off altogether. And now it's off and it could be back on. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Um, it was meant to be June 12th. So, they've got, you know, three weeks, just just under three weeks to sort it out, which I don't see happening. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's um, yeah, it's fucked. Oh, oh, you know what? If there's one 
if there's one positive we can take from this, Ali, yes, it's that they could, surely can't give Donald Trump his Nobel Peace Prize now. So- <laughs> don't, don't even get me started with that uh, statement. When oh my god, like I felt like when that statement was said, every person with a Nobel Peace Prize just picked theirs up and just threw it in the fire. Yeah, like yeah. they're like, well, fuck my Nobel Peace Prize, right? Like yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that right. was that's probably one of the most insulting things that I like that could have been said out of that entire thing. Oh my mm-hmm. god, mm-hmm. that's what oh. I was sort of. That's how I felt. I'm like, I'm sure, surely this this thing stands for something. Like it's got to stand for something. And this this guy's just anyway. So I, unless uh, he said it like as a joke and everyone misinterpreted it, like it's like, oh yeah, he deserves oh, no, the Nobel he, Peace he, Prize. He got nominated. Like he's officially nominated for it for next year when it gets yeah. So like it's a it's an actual thing. Like he's officially in like so like if there's so if you think of the Nobel Peace Prize as like the Academy Awards, like he's a you know and for uh, you know we've got Nelson Mandela for no, no, and uh, Donald Trump. What do we live in now? Yeah, know, what right? is this universe? This is the evil timeline. Like, this doesn't work. Like, what mm. happened? Where's yeah. the glitch in the Matrix? Holy I know. crap. I know. Holy crap. Someone, someone broke something. And it's- <laughs> <laughs> someone sneezed a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. Someone went back in time and stepped on a fucking butterfly or something, and now it's just ruined everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's the end of Rapid Fire News. Let's kick on to our main topics. Or topic. Main topic. <laughs> Outspoken Fox News contributor Tommy Laren has been involved in a row over the past few days while dining in a minipia, mini, be, 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 words. <laughs> while dining in a Minneapolis restaurant, Lauren had a glass of water thrown on her by a person from a group that had apparently been scowling at her while she was eating with her family. A confrontation between the drink throwers and Lauren followed before Lauren left the restaurant and the drink throwers were soon ejected from the establishment. When appearing on Fox and Friends on Wednesday morning in regards to the incident, Lauren said, You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with my political opinions, but you don't have the right to throw things at me. So, Lauren being a bit soft and reaping what she sows, or did these drink throwers go? All right, drink goers. We're on fire tonight. <laughs> These drink throwers go too far. They went for go. They they'd go for drinks. Yeah, yeah, that's the drinks. That's true. That's true. Anyway, did they go too far by assaulting her while she dined? To be fair, I think that they were under the impression of Wizard of Oz rules, and mm. they thought she was going to melt. So, <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't think. Physically, like even though it was water, um, attacking someone mm. is a great way to um, get your point across. Exactly. Mm. Um, I'm one of those people who hate um, sporting events um, booing the other team. Oh yeah, just because they are the other team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that this Tommy person's pretty much scum, but I mean. Don't attack. Don't like it. Uh, it was water or it was a, a beverage. You know, mm. it's big whoop. Who cares? Mm. Kind of thing. It's like yeah, but if we yeah. kind of say like, oh, who cares this time? Then the next time it's something else, and then it's kind of like, oh, yeah, it's something worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um no, I, 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 hundred percent agree with with you, and I, I, I really like, like to be. 
Tommy Lauren sucks. Like, she fucking sucks. She's one of, like, the worst people in the world, no doubt. Like, I, I really dislike her. Everything she stands for, um, I think she sucks. But having said that, what these people did was 100% wrong. Like, you don't... Like, if we're... If there's, like, this, this, so, if you're like, I don't know. If you think that, if you think like the, these people are like, obviously whatever they're, they're left or whatever, you, whatever side of the spectrum they're on, she's obviously far right. If they if this is like a battle that we're having or that the world is having, you don't win by doing this kind of shit. Like, what are you fighting against where you feel like physically assaulting someone? And like, you know, they didn't punch her. Yeah. They just threw water at her, but still it's, mm. it's in, the, it's the same, it's in the same spectrum of, of stuff. Like, you don't, you don't throw things at people. You don't hit people. You don't push people. It's not. Like, you just don't do it. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're just as bad as the next person then. If you're, if, if, if what you're fighting for is, you know, justice and equality and these kinds of things against someone who's, is, who is a clear, like, she's a clear racist. Like, that's, that's how mm. I view Tommy Lauren. When, when she comes up, I'm like, racist. Like, it's sort of, where does, it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the fucking flip cards. It's like ball, tree. House racist. Racist. And she comes up. Um, she sucks. But like, if we're fighting against that, throwing something at her is, is you know, you, you're just as bad. Like, you're fighting mm. for peace and equality, and and to do the right thing. Like, you're on the wrong side of history if you're using physical, you know, violence or whatever to to prove a point. I mean, I don't even know what these people were trying to fucking prove. Like, yeah, she sucks. But like, we just were they just looking for their 15 minutes of fame? Were they just looking to get on like TMZ? And one of the guys. This is another funny thing that came out sort of afterwards. One of the guys in the group who was filming it, he fucking put out a like a rap song on SoundCloud and he's like, he's like put out his mixtape. It's like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck are you people doing? Like, honestly, pull your fucking heads in. I mean, like she makes a living out of being an absolute C-bomb. Um, mm, so mm. I guess why don't they make a living out of being a, you know, asshole to her? But like, I, I I do recall something else um, that people mentioned that Donald Trump Ugh. actually tweeted his um his support for her yeah yeah and his concern over this um over he this would. attack yeah he would. um and then the comparison that they the White House didn't even acknowledge um that gentleman who stopped the shooting yeah exactly yeah yeah hundred percent yeah. And took then, him, yeah, took him, th- yeah, yeah, took bizarre took the, world again. <laughs> yeah, took the White House three weeks to acknowledge the um the man who stopped the Waffle House shooter, um, and took him less than a day to um acknowledge Tommy Lahren getting a fucking glass of water thrown on her. Um, but regardless of that, like uh, <clears throat> a lot of people have come out in support of her and said, yeah, look, you know, she sucks, but this isn't the way that we win this battle. Like this isn't how we beat the racists and the bigots and the assholes of the world. We don't mm-hmm. win by, because now all she, she's become a martyr. Like people are just like, like everyone's rallying behind her. Cause it's like, she's not done anything wrong in this situation. She was out for a drink with her family. These people threw water on her. They just come off like fucking idiots. And it just makes everybody else who's fighting for equality and fighting against these types of people look bad. And it's just, yeah. it's the same thing with like what we spoken about earlier with the, the journalists and stuff. So like they like report on the truth, don't report on the fucking bullshit. And so like there was this thing happened last week about Trump. He made a comment about um, refugees or something and they basically came out and completely misquoted what he said. Um, basically said that all these uh, asylum seekers or refugees, are, they're animals or something like that, which was completely false. He said nothing like that. It was completely taken out of context. Um, and it's just like, 
this is the, the people you people keep doing this shit if you keep fighting fire with fire by miss by fucking making up lies about Trump and throwing water at people like Tommy Laren that's why Trump got elected and that's why he's going to get reelected in 2020 like I swear to fucking god it's going to happen and people are going to go how the fuck did he get reelected and this is going to be why because mm-hmm. people don't know how to fucking talk to each other anymore and they do stupid shit like this and it fucking pisses me off I mean for as long as we have ever heard it, growing up from our parents two wrongs don't make a right Exactly. Spot on. Spot on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even like um, Kathy Griffiths, who's like, is, you know, as far, you know, progressive as they come. She's the one who came out with the severed Trump head gag and all this stuff. Like, she even came out and was like, yeah, like, I don't like Tommy Laren, but she, like, this is not the right thing to do. Like, you can't be throwing water at, at it or assaulting people like this. It's just not right. Um, and, yeah. uh- yeah, actually, you know, everyone's like throwing water, throwing water. It's like, no, no, it's, it is, it's assault. It's, it's, it's yeah. a form of assault, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't sugarcoat it, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's a shit person, but you can't beat shit with shit. So, spot on. It's exactly right. That's a good quote. You can't beat shit with shit. I like it. Um, and you know what? Tommy, she was spot on with what she said is you don't have to agree with her, you don't have to like her, but you can't fucking do that kind of shit because you just you're feeding the fire and it's just going to make things worse so yeah pull your heads in people pull your heads in uh okay miss ellie hart it's time for some listener questions if you've got any listener questions or any thoughts on our uh previously mentioned topics or you've got a new story you want us to cover you can email us it is what it is at 8bit.net is that email address so make sure you send through any thoughts or queries that you have chuck in a a like some of our lovely listeners have done chuck in a news article if you want us to cover those very much appreciated our first question comes from sam in dubbo and he writes dear jack you mentioned that Back to the Future was your number two favorite film of all time. I'm curious, what's your number one? Great question, Sam from Dubbo. Uh, my number one favorite movie of all time is Inglorious Bastards. Really? Yeah, love it. <laughs> number movie. one movie of all time. Number one. That's the top of the list. Quentin Tarantino's so, Inglorious Bastards. So you like go back and you watch it, you know? Every Christmas Eve, I watch Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's like my yearly tradition. So, like, my partner will be, like, setting up the Christmas tree. Or not setting up. She, every Christmas Eve. It, this It started. The reason this started was um, my partner does, like, Christmas Eve. She does, like, baking of, of, like, shortbread and stuff, which is great. But she also listens to Christmas carols, which is bad. So, like, when I'm, like, I want to die right now because I can only hear Michael Bublé's rendition of... The Twelve Days of Christmas, so many times. <laughs> um, I one one Christmas Eve, I went off and like just watched, put on Glorious Bastards in DVD player and just watched it. And then every year, it's sort of like my tradition. I just go off and watch it. I love it. Love that movie. Don't get me wrong, I love Inglorious Bastards, but um, being someone's number one and like mm. so like late in the game as well. If you think about it, it's kind of interesting. Mm, mm. I just, oh. I, it's the it's the one movie where. Like I was truly just like it's a like I love Tarantino films anyway, so like that's something. But I've actually caught on to this through this episode. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that the ending of that movie truly like spun me out. Like and like no movie ever has, and I'll never forget. Like, see, I remember coming home late one night. Um, my dad was just up watching telly, and I I rented it from Video Easy 
back in the day when video easies were still a thing. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I got the new Tarantino flick. Do you want to watch it? He's like, yeah, sure. And we sat watching it and we were just like on the edge of our seat. And then the ending, like that ending is just amazing. And we both were just like, wow, what the fuck? That is awesome. So, um, yeah, I love it. Which love part it. Which end, Which end? part of the ending? Uh, the well, both. So in the theater and then mm-hmm. like that very last moment when he's like with Hans Lander in the, in the forest and he's like, I'm going to give you something you can't take off. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it's mm. so fucking good. I love it. Um, Millie, Miss Sally Hart, what's your, what's your all-time favorite movie? It's, it's actually funny that this question's been asked because it, I've caught on to now that Quentin Tarantino is like, you know, one of your favorite like directors and you love his work and everything mm. like that. And so... Mm. One of my all-time favorite movies, I don't, I don't know what this is going to say about me, really. <laughs> it's, it's actually Seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> I can, I've watched... Another, I, another Morgan Freeman flick. Yeah, right. Um, Ke- Ke- and Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey. too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope Brad Pitt doesn't... You know. Brad Pitt was in Glorious Bastards. Um, there we go. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't explain, like, Seven's one of those movies where I have deep-dived into character production work, behind mm. the scenes, um, and I just love um, a, a Great Twist, um, mm. really what dark, I, like, I don't know, I just, I, ca- I can't explain it, but I cannot tell you how many times I've watched that movie, um, like on repeat kind of thing. Mm. It's like if someone always says, like, you should recommend me a movie, and I'm like, how morbid are you willing to go? And yeah. Like, oh, and I'm like, seven. Oh, seven, seven is great. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Very cool. Um, <laughs> <Pretty> fucked up. <laughs> very fucked up. Uh, next question uh, comes from Jacob in Queensland. And uh, Jacob asks... Uh, should we keep looking for MH370, bear the costs for the sake of the families and understanding what really happened, or accept that it is time to move forward? Um, this is a really interesting one, and it's sort of hard to sort of say when you're not in those people's shoes. Mm. Um, there's a part of me that's like, well, obviously they're gone. Like, you, you know, is it all just a waste of money to do it? And then there's the other half of me that's like, fuck, if that was me and it was someone I really cared about was on that flight like i would probably want them to keep searching so i I don't know like i honestly don't know the answer like what do you think um i like i i actually remember seeing that this kind of article was coming Mm. up a lot on um news.com to be honest Mm. check that every day um (laughs) but i i i honestly didn't realize that they were still searching Mm. I, I honestly didn't know that they were still um looking into it to be honest and if anyone was I thought it was like you know the you know the the skeptics the the mm. people who think that there's more to it kind of thing mm. like that like yeah um whether whether costs should be cut to keep searching um who's paying for it I like, believe it's uh oh, it's a good question I think the Malaysian government and the Australian government are paying for it okay. um I'm not a, don't quote me on that I'm not 100 percent sure but I feel like that's the answer to that question um but yeah so it's yeah, it's a hard one. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars so far. Um, I believe they've just shifted it to another company who's going to continue the search. There's another comp- one other, another group who just had no luck. Um, I still, like, I, I'm, the other thing, I'm like, how the fuck do you lose a plane in this day and age? Like, that's the other thing. I'm like, how do we, how did that happen? 
I think that like that result was like the fact that they they lost it. And mm. we, you know, whenever you talk about like plane crashes and all the stuff, they're like, oh yeah, they've got this, and you know, you got the black box, and you've got this, mm. and then there's like satellite networks that you know, yeah. there's and there's all these like you know, fail proof ways to like you know, heaven forbid for yeah. plane crashes, they, they've got it covered. Yeah. So the fact that this got lost kind of makes you a bit like, yeah, Aww. I find it bizarre. Like I find yeah. it really bizarre that we don't. There's no technology that's like a homing beacon or something like that where you could find, you know, a pl- like a, like we got fucking like. Find my phone for God's sakes! Like surely there's something like in planes where it's like yeah, in the black box there's a GPS homing beacon that you could find it where it, like I don't understand. that one that is just the bizarre thing to me. But apparently that's a thing. Someone just whips out their iPhone, just go, "Where's the MH370?" Yeah, <laughs> find my image. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> next question. And play Fergalicious. And play Fergalicious. <laughs> Sorry, Siri. that was a bad taste. Uh Siri. No, it's not Siri. Tom. Next question comes from Tom <laughs> in Victoria. And, uh, and this is a uh, follow-up question from our, um, from a question we had last week. And he says, following on from Saskia's comment last week about online dating, what do you think a winning profile would be? What's a, what's a, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're, a, you're, a ta- you're spoken for, aren't you, Miss Hart? I am spoken for, yes. So you missed the, the Tinder revolution. Thank God. All right. I tell you what, I'm like, um, I was saying last week, I'm like, man, I'm glad I, so that's, that's, that stuff's terrifying to me, the whole fucking uh, tinder thing um i do not envy them whatsoever i i i find it fascinating like an old person just sitting mm. on the signs like so tell me about these tinders tell me about the tinders yeah, <laughs> yeah. let me swipe on the th- uh, every now and then when i'm with a, someone like a mate or something and they've got tinder or bumble or one of those i'll be like just 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 let me swipe on it for a little bit <laughs> and I was, I was with a workmate the other day, and I had his phone, and I was swiping through, and, he, and he's like, "I'm," a, he's like, "Just, just swipe no to like all of them, because I don't want you like swiping yes on people." And I was like, "Sure," and because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so I was swiping the wrong way. I kept swiping. He's like, "No, you're swiping yes." I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> See, I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah. the whole. It's like it's like this kind of culture is so like ingrained now that like it's like it's a it's a. You know, it's like a, a comment. It's a meme. It's a thing mm. that you say. Like, if you like something, and I'm gonna fuck this up because I don't <laughs> know anything. But it's like if you like something, you go, oh, sli- swipe right onto that mm. or left. Mm. But you know, like <laughs> I don't know, guys. Um. So yeah, I I've got no idea about it. I find mm. it fascinating. Um. Yep. Whenever one of the young guys are telling me about it, I always want to know about it. I want to know yeah. the stories and everything it's like fascinating, that. Fascinating, isn't it? We're like it it, is. we're like. Like archaeologists un- uncovering like a, <laughs> a lost fucking culture or something. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, yeah, it's 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 bizarre to me. As far as Tom's question goes, what what's the ideal or the winning profile? I mm. mean, I like I said last week with uh, with Whip Flash, just I don't know, maybe just ditch it and go out and try and meet someone in a bar or something, or uh, be funny. I think that's I think if if you're gonna have like an online dating profile, I think you need to be funny. Like, I think you need to try and be funny. Maybe a little bit of self-deprecation, I find, is always good. No. Um, no, not a, no. Not a fan of it. No, no, no. Self-deprecation is not what you want on your profile. You can do that later once you've established that you have a sense mm. of humor about it. Mm, okay. um, but when when it's the first thing someone sees, you're like, oh, God, here's issues. Like, you know. <laughs> um, I, I, You know what? Like, I have asked, like, female friends what they look yeah. for in, like, uh, Tinder profiles. They always say mm. if the first picture is a topless one, no. wow. Yeah. So make sure you're not half naked in your first picture. Um, yeah, nothing self-deprecating. Um, be honest with what you want. 
Mm-hmm. Um, sex. <laughs> <laughs> just, just capital letters, sex. Just, nothing else. Yeah, and that's all the profile is just yeah, yeah. sex. Um, yeah. but I definitely think humor. I think being yep. clever or you know witty in some way in your profile, something catching, something original, um, mm. something that makes you memorable. Really, mm-hmm. I think that's that's got to be the winning combination because I think today's you know today's youth um, is <laughs> all pretty <laughs> cut copy. So yeah. stand out and lots of for lots the right of reasons. unsolicited dick pics, right? Lots of unsolicited dick pics. That's what we want. And that uh, the kids, yeah, that yeah, the kids get no. together these days. Yeah, send, send lots everyone, of dick pics. <laughs> s- send, you know, your penis, your friend's penis, and everyone else's penis. Everyone's penis together. Yeah, yeah just, just all together. It's just fucking a collage. Kids like oh. scrapbooking, don't they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a horrible thought. That is a horrible thought. Our next question comes from Charlotte, also from Victoria. And Charlotte asks, uh, Dear, it is what it is. How can we distinguish between those who have chosen to marry into ISIS and help fight alongside their men versus those who are victims? This is uh, Charlotte's oh. good enough t- to provide a um, an article for this one. And basically, this, the, the background of this story is that uh, in Iraq, um, uh, lots of ISIS fighters and their families are being sentenced to life in prison or death. Um you know, for being associated with the terrorist organization. And there's, there's some, you know, women and, ch- and children who have willingly um, joined their partners in, you know, this war. Um, oh. And then there's others who are saying that I had no fucking, I, I just followed, there was one girl who's like, I, I thought he was a rapper. And then all of a sudden I'm in like Iraq and Syria and he's like fighting into jihadists or whatever. Um, so it's sort of like a, it's really hard. Like this is a terrible, terrible thing to be happening, you know, across the world. And um, I was reading this article, and it's sort of like there's this woman who's like in prison, and she's, you know, she's gonna be sentenced to death, and she's like, just do something, please, somebody help me. Like I didn't know I was brought here. He tricked me to coming. Of like my kids are here. Like they're gonna put us away forever. Like please, just help me. I'll send money. I'll do anything. Like help. Like it's terrifying stuff. Mm, I definitely don't think like unless. Unless there's like proof that these women are actually physically killing people or doing mm. stuff, then um, I definitely don't think they should be burdened to the same um, card that their husband has been dealt. Um, mm. However, in the case of proving whether they're they are there on their own um, accord, yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean that's difficult, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure with the right amount of like evidence. Mm. Like they have ways of like you know, with a lot of these people, they're following. They've been following them for quite some time, haven't they? So you think yeah. that they would have established by some point whether the wife mm. had some part into it. Mm. So seems like they're not really, um, they're not really sort of taking anything into account. They're just round. If you have any association with these people, they're just rounding them up and sort of, um, and and the, the like by the thousands as well. Like this isn't just like a handful. These are thousands and thousands of people. So I don't think that these guys, any of these women or or partners of these um, jihadists are going to get a fair if even a trial at all it'll just be mm. you're guilty like guilty for you know um, what do they call it uh, guilty by association so, yeah unfortunately for them uh next question comes from isabel from victoria and isabel asks uh says this is what it is export is a vital component of our economy but how can practices like this still be happening in 2018 and people get away with it this is in regards to um the live uh export of sheep sort of story that's been making the rounds over the last few weeks um really like i I don't like i hate these stories because i love meat Mm -hmm. um and 
and I'm like, I'm always like, yeah, you know, my, I've got a really, like one of my best friends, he's like, he's not, he's not a vegetarian or a vegan, but he's, he very much lives that way. But every now and then he'll eat meat and stuff, but he's very much against like animal cruelty and that kind of thing. And he's, he's tried to sort of, uh, steer me that way before. And I kind of like, I try to just give it the don't argue as in like, I don't want to know about it. Cause I really like mm. burgers and meat and chicken wings and stuff. But then you see stuff like this, that there's the horrible conditions that these animals are, uh, you know, kept in and whether the way they're transported and, and it just like the, the, the when you every now and then on Facebook, you know, the videos pop up of like the the meat factories where they're killing the animals, and I'm just like, ah, just enough to make me turn vegetarian. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I remember when my friend sent me one of those PETA videos, and I watched mm. the whole damn thing. I'm like, ugh. And then I, my mother proceeded to tell me that we're having Bill Schnitzel for dinner. I was like, <laughs> oh. fuck yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I am a mega carnivore. Um, mm. So I definitely have my head in the sand when it comes to how my meat gets from farm to plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not completely dumb. I do understand that there is some practices in there that are completely unjust but um i mean i mean with export i mean you know what like yeah export is a vital component of um our economy but you know we can also talk about how exporting happens because australia itself won't even support its own freaking yeah you know yeah it's a great livestock industry anyway um I yeah I I feel like I'm it's a contradiction if I have any kind of yeah I think it sucks treating yeah. any animal cruelly in any way however like I can only imagine um how the mints that I ate tonight how the hell it got to point A yeah. to point yep. B so yep. um yeah it's really like it's, it's I just it's one of those things I'm like I'm not I'm not I'm like a and this is very hypocritical of me but I'm always like you know don't bury your head in the sand face issues head on but this is one I'm just like just give me someone just get the shovel and put the sand over my head I just don't even like it's sad it's oh, okay I wish you know in a perfect world that if there's a humane way to treat these animals where they, they just they're killed in a way that's not painful for them I don't know like it's a really shitty thing. Like I don't even like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, me either. I like I know if there was ever a situation where I had to like live off the land, I'd be screwed. Oh, yeah. Um, I did. I first of all, first of all, I gave vegetarianism a, a good solid try, and mm. I was absolutely incapacitated, tired, and all that sort of jazz. I understand that probably with an established diet, I would have been fine. Mm. Yeah. However, I still enjoy meat. Uh, also, take that soundbite and do whatever you will with it. Internet. <laughs> um, um, and then in regards to how animals are treated, I'm assuming with this particular case or this particular story, let's just say let's hope that there is some still kind of standard practice that comes to in with treating animals as best that they can when it comes mm-hmm. to exporting. And then if there is evidence that these uh, farmers or, you know, business well, any any business people that are involved that the, if there is a standard and they're not meeting it then they 100% should be fined penalized or jailed so mm-hmm. I don't know enough about the industry but I just hope that there is at least some kind of standard and if they're not meeting it then yes they 100% should be getting punished yeah agree agree uh, and our last question comes from Troy in New South Wales, and this is probably the most pressing question of the uh, evening. And he asks, he says, it is what it is. I simply ask you, DC or Marvel? 
We'll let you go, Miss Sally Hart. Oh, I get, I get to go first. Uh, DC all the way. Thank you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm glad I saved this question for last because I'm not sure I can podcast with you anymore. Uh, the, an- the correct answer actually is Marvel. So um, we'll just leave that there. <laughs> I see. Okay. So if you want unoriginal, like, you know, boring oh, ass hey. villains. Uh- oh, what do you mean? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We've Don't got Mysterio. Worry. Hey, look. We got Mysterio with the fishbowl, okay? Yay. Yeah, good work, fishbowl. Um, <laughs> no, look, you've got to um, you've got to kind of give me some room to breathe. It, it, it's mm. been a troubling time for us DC fans. Um, mm. Things have been rough yeah, uh, for DCU us. that DCU going for you? <laughs> look, it's, I just want to, like, sit everyone down because you're about to hear some BS and that's going to be everyone, you know, everyone's going to hate me after this. But um, I love DC. all about the hot takes. Oh, yeah, you love, yeah. <laughs> I love DC because of the yeah. villains. Oh, yeah. DC yep, have some amazing villains, some creative backgrounds, and I, you actually do find yourself almost like not empathizing with them, but with a better mm. understanding. Um, but they have great, great villains, great villain development. And one of them, my favorites, um, being Bane. Ah. Um, Bane, um, very intelligent, um, you know, very intelligent villain with um, a great story, great backstory, and great story development. Anyway, um, you know, especially um, Nightfall, and you know, Breaking Batman, mm. um, Breaking Batman's back, etc., etc., etc. Now, first time we saw Bane, um, oh god, in this, yeah, Poison Ivy's like in the, uh, yeah, I know yes. what you're gonna say, yeah, yeah. so. Terrible. You know, very campy. Luckily enough, those movies were campy. Yeah. Then Tom Hardy comes along and mm. he wears whatever the yeah. fuck that thing. Yes, brother. Yeah. Nobody and he wears that about damn me thing. until I put on a mask. So don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. And don't even get me started about those Batman movies, to be honest mm. with you. Um, so the fire it, rises. <laughs> I am a DC fan through and through. However, my heart gets broken endlessly. So you don't need to come at me and be like, your shit's shit. You I, know get it's it. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. However, I still love my DC. Yeah. Well, I think, the, I think the thing to note here is that more goes into these um, two, like DC and Marvel than just the cinematic universes. Like obviously mm. the, the myriad of comics sort of is probably should, and then it should take precedence over the, you know, the, what the movies are, but that's sort of how people know them these days. But I, I'm a Marvel boy. I've always been a Marvel boy. Like I love Batman. I think Batman's fantastic. Um, oh, I hate Batman. Character. Oh, you hate Batman. I don't know where <laughs> going with this. Batman's a horrible person. Yeah, but he's, I like it. He's flawed and he's kind of like, He's got this anyway. He's a very selfish guy. He is absolutely. Um, maybe that's why I, uh, I um, relate to him a little bit. Because <laughs> um, you're selfish. What do you do at night? <laughs> Hang on. What are you doing now? I've been meaning to ask you about the mask you're wearing through this whole podcast. What are you planning to do oh, after shit. this? Did I leave that? Did I forget to take that off? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no. But I'm a Marvel boy. I've always, it's specifically Spider Man. Like I love like the X Men and everything like that. But Spider Man is, you know, I've. Like, I grew up on Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be Spider-Man when I was a kid. I was like, people were like, what do you want to... When I was, like, a little kid, I was like, I wanted to be a werewolf or Spider-Man. It was like, either one of those two. I'm like, That's kind of cute. <laughs> but also, like, both characters are very, like, well, would have hairy kind of ness. Because, like, Spider says it's kind of hairy as well. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a hairy dude. I've got some some hair in my chest um, there you go dreams come true hey <laughs> um yeah no so I'm, I'm marvel all the way I, I love spider-man's my favorite like probably my favorite fictional character i would say 
Well, that's um, pretty cool then. Like, at yeah. least you're dedicated to the cause kind of thing like that. And I like I want it also to be known. It's not like I just poo-poo Marvel. Um, one mm. of my favorite um, comic books. Yeah, I'd say one of my favorite comic books is actually Hawkeye by um, Matt Fraction. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a great series. I definitely recommend people um, reading it, especially now that they're bringing the um, West Coast Avengers, which I think Hawkeye and um, Kate Bishop are going to be in it. So Sweet. Get but on yeah, that. Get DC. on that. All the way. <laughs> DC all the way. Um, before we Support move on to our... <laughs> yeah, it was real subtle. Um, <laughs> before we move on to our iTunes review week, I do just want to give a quick shout out to a couple of my dear friends. I did mention them earlier. Um, they, uh, My friend who's a sort of a vegetarian vegan who's just trying to share... My, anyway, my dear friends, Kate and Daniel, um, they're very, very important to me, very... I uh, love them very much and they're going through a bit of a tough time at the moment. So I did want to just give them a quick shout out, send my love and thoughts. Um, Daniel, I know you listen to the show, so just want to let you know, love you, love you and Kate. Hope everything is uh, comes well, good out the other side. You know how good I am with words. Um, so yeah, just wanted to quickly do that. Love you guys. You guys yep. got this. Yep. Uh, now, Ali, it is now time for our iTunes review of the week. And this week's review comes from Doggy Dog. And he drops a magnificent five... He or she drops a magnificent five stars. Uh, And the title is Great News and Opinions. And it reads, I love tuning in every week to hear the news and opinions from all the 8-bit crew. Refreshing to hear some original hot takes. Thank you so much, Doggy Dog. Uh, Very much appreciated. Remember, guys, if you want to, you can head on over. Well, no, if you want to, you should. Even if you don't want to. Do it. Get over there. Do it anyway. Yeah, um, no, get on over to iTunes, leave a review, uh, make sure you give a subscribe. It does help, you know, harp on it every week, gets the word out there, and it, 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 you know, it makes me happy too. So if you, that's if that's what you're into, you want to, you know, make me happy, go over. Little, I mean, this is little, the little podcast little about... Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong, tell us <laughs> exactly. what you'd like to see. It's a podcast about getting your voice, about people getting their voices heard, so it's a good one to actually put a review on. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8-Bit. You can find all of our content over at 8bit.net. And you can follow us on Twitter. Ali is at Miss Ali Hart. I am at Cruzy underscore mate. And 8-Bit is at We Are 8-Bit on all of the socials. Ali, is there anything going on at the moment you want to pimp, tell the kids about, things that you're doing? Boy, they can see you and hear you. Well, they can always hear me on the Hungry Gamers podcast on the 8-Bit Collective. Um, and I am also going to start delving into Detroit Become Human because I fucking love that sort of stuff. Oh, so yeah. um, I'm hearing good things. So hopefully Detroit Become Human is a good game. Yes, I've heard. Yeah, it's very much. People are enjoying it. Jono himself, if you want to check out his review, you can head on over to youtube.com slash we are 8-Bit. Check out his uh, video review of Detroit Become Human. He liked it. Spoilers for that review. I guess now you don't have to check it out, but you still should, should still check it out. Please go, go sold, sold, so, nailed it, nailed it. This, <laughs> do you know I'm actually in sales? Believe it or not. So <laughs> I'm still waiting for them to work out that I'm not uh, that I'm, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, remember, guys, if you've enjoyed the show, head on over to iTunes, leave us a review, give us a subscribe, tell your friends about us, head on over to the YouTube as well, um, check out the website 8bit.net. Next week. I will be in, uh, joined by the eccentric Sammy Deej, one of the most interesting characters. I feel like he would make a great like um, DC villain. He's got that kind of very, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of like a- He's a know, man he's of a- mystery. Mm, 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 I agree. I agree. 
Um, so if you've got any questions for myself or Sammy for next week, remember, email us. It is what it is at 8bit.net. Uh, any co- topics you'd like covered, any news stories that caught your eye you want us to cover, leave us a question there um, or tweet them at us. Um, include a link to a story as well. It is very helpful like some of our lovely listeners did this week. Well, Miss Sally Hart, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you this evening. Happy to shoot the shit as always. Absolutely. Remember, until next time, friends. Ee-wee!